0: Hello, I'm Neil Whelan, and welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast. In this episode, we're marking Pension Awareness Week, which occurs this year between the 12th and 16th of September. Although, let's be honest, it's such an important topic, every week should be Pension Awareness Week. Anyway, we have, as always, Laura White in the hot seat, this time talking to Wesleyan Financial Services Regional Manager, Michael Copeland, about some research that's been carried out around dentists and their retirement plans. Retirement is a huge issue for all professions, And while this episode is primarily about dentists, hopefully there'll be some nuggets in there for everyone else to consider as well. Now, of course, this podcast is for information only and isn't financial advice. Wesleyan Financial Services and its specialist financial advisors can, though, provide you with the advice you need. So stay tuned to the end where I'll be telling you how to get in touch. But for now, I'll hand you over to Michael. And first up, Laura.
1: Today, we're looking at some of the specific areas of financial research undertaken for dentists and what tools they can access to maximise their retirement planning. Hello, Michael. Thank you for joining us.
2: Hello, Laura. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
1: So if we start then, um, just looking at retirement seems to be one of the most sought after uh, financial planning areas for dentists. Why do you think this is the
2: case? It's interesting um, because we undertook some research this year, Laura, to find out what UK dentist priorities were. Um, in terms of of their financial planning. And it it indicated some really key findings. So one of the key findings was that the biggest short-term priority for dentists um, across the board was was saving for their retirement. And 40% actually said that that this was their priority over the next 12 months. Um, On top of that, uh, we found that 75% of of the respondents were looking to make changes to, to how they work over the next two years. And that included things like they were looking at perhaps reducing hours um, or increasing their private pension provision, taking on new or different responsibilities. So a number of different um, areas they were thinking to make changes in. And also over a quarter of respondents said that they didn't know how these changes would impact on their pension. And a further 35% were actually unsure, uh, even around the specifics of, of what they were going to do. So there were some really interesting uh, outputs uh, from from the survey that, that we undertook, and I think for a great many people, um, wanting to retire and and have a fantastic retirement is is actually one of, of your key goals. And, and people start to think about it sometimes as soon as they start to to work. And for dentists particularly, from a work perspective, you know, dentistry can be a very rewarding and a very lucrative career, Laura. Um, but dentists do tend to spend, you know, each day, every day, they're, they're usually in the same surgery. Um, sometimes for many, many years, you know, they'll see they'll see the same patients for decades of years. They're usually hunched over their patients, sat in a chair, staring at teeth all day, every day. And and I think certainly since the inception of the NGDS contract, which came in in 2006. Many dentists now don't even feel that they're being appropriately rewarded and paid for the work that they do. And so they're just looking for an early exit. And I think in most cases, that just means early retirement. And it feels to me, even that since the COVID pandemic in 2020, that this has even gotten kind of gradually worse. And I find that I'm speaking to more and more dentists now looking um, just to retire early. But by retiring early, they they still want that that fast that you know fantastic and amazing retirement that that they think that they deserve. So they don't want to they don't want to compromise on income. They don't want to compromise on lifestyle. But the goalposts have certainly shifted in terms of dentists wanting to 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 take that earlier retirement.
1: Okay, that's really interesting. And to be honest, from from the bits that you were saying around the research, it seems to reveal that there might be a significant number within the profession that might be a little bit vulnerable when it comes to their retirement planning, especially what you said about um, 35% being unsure of the specifics of how it's going to impact their pension, for example. So what can dentists do to get a clearer picture of what's needed to achieve the retirement lifestyle they want is probably one of my first questions. And then um, how do they find out what provisions they already have?
2: Okay. Um that's really interesting. So firstly, um, what I say to all of our dental clients is make sure that you are registered on the Total Rewards site because the Total Rewards site is where you're able to access your Total Rewards statement. And your Total Rewards statement is really, it's kind of all of your, your pension provisions in, in one simple report. Now you do this by going to the Total Rewards site, which is at www.totalrewardstatements.nhs.uk. And usually on your first visit, you'll be asked to register and you have to go through quite a bit of a clunky uh, registration process. But uh, pardon the pun, but they just need to grit their teeth um, and and work their way through it. Once the dentist is registered, then it's really easy for them to just dip in and and access and and download the total reward statement. And it just comes through as a, a multiple page PDF document. The trick then really, Laura, is for a dentist to make sense of that statement. And, and for me, that's where speaking to a specialist advisor, such as one of my specialist dental advisors at Wesleyan, is so important. Uh, you know, Our Wesleyan advisors are recognized by the NHS as being trusted advisors of and to the NHS pension scheme. And they can genuinely uh, help dentists to make sense of their total reward statement
1: okay so it sounds like um that's something that a lot of dentists are aware of the total reward statement
2: i think more and more are aware of it now than perhaps they were a few years ago but certainly we come across a number of dentists that when we say to them have you accessed your total reward statement they do kind of give you that blank look as if i don't really know what you're talking about there so we are we are educating dentists more and more and more but there's still many many dentists that aren't accessing the total reward statement, or if they do, Laura, they don't really understand what it's telling them.
1: Okay. Okay. So once they've done that and they've kind of got that foundation in terms of having an idea of what they've got in their pension, what, what should they be thinking about next? Uh,
2: so key for me, um, and I say this to my dental clients all the time, the key for me is having a plan, it's having a goal. Um, and interestingly, I was flicking through LinkedIn uh, a couple of days ago, and you know sometimes you see those... Inspirational quotes and stuff pop up on your feed, and one popped up on my feed the other day that said that something like, um, "An idiot with a plan can be to genius without the plan," and and it's so true. You know, you do need to have a plan. You do need to have a goal. Yes, it needs to be one that can shift and flex if you need it to, because you know life's never that simple and straightforward. But have a finish line in sight. Have a have a an end goal in sight and then what's key then is is understanding whether the plans that you've currently got in place as a dentist whether they be you know whether you're just a member of the NHS pension scheme or whether you've you've got either all or some private work and you've got an element of private provision or even a combination of both do the plans that you've got in place do they meet your goal Um, and if they don't meet your goals um, then really you've only got three choices Laura Um, your number one choice is you're going to have to work longer um, because you're not going to be able to meet your retirement goals. Number two is you have to kind of almost realign your expectations and, and accept that that, you, that your income is going to be less than perhaps you hoped it would be, which probably means that you're going to have to you know maybe give up some things that, that you had expected and hoped to do in retirement and accept that your standard of living is going to be that little bit lower. Or number three, you know, you, you sit down with a you know a specialist finance advisor and you work out what you need to do to address the shortfall and you put plans in place that help you to address that shortfall. So those are really the only three options that you've got.
1: If they were looking to kind of sit down with an advisor, what would you look to do for your your dental customers?
2: This for me, Laura, is where Wesleyan specialist advisors do add true value. Um, so we offer. Uh, a full and bespoke retirement service uh, not only to our dental clients but also to our medical clients and that that's included whether you are actually planning for retirement you're in the actual process of retiring or even if you're in kind of the enjoyment phase of of your retirement we're able to to really add value Uh, we we produce for our dental clients a really bespoke report which actually will analyze all of your existing pension arrangements whether that's nhs private or a combination of the two and we project those benefits not only to your selected retirement age but but we give you kind of a two-year snapshot view either side so for example if a client says to me Michael I'm looking to retire at 60 the report that I'm able to produce for them will actually give them a window view of kind of 58 59 60 61 and 62 so it gives them that kind of ability to, to, to see if 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 things do flex and change then then what the impact of of, of that little five-year window is Um, it is a paid for report so there's a fee that 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 our dental clients need to pay to wesley for producing this report but it's such a comprehensive report what it 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 factors and takes into account so many things so it takes into account things like if you take different scheme benefits at different ages so for example are you taking both the 95 scheme and the 15 scheme benefits at 60, or do you want to take the 95 benefits at 60, but maybe defer taking your 15 scheme benefits to 67 or 68? It will it will show you the difference that that can make to your pension income. It also takes into account everything else that you need to think about. So it takes into account annual allowance and annual allowance tax charges. It will take into account if you have if you've done any scheme pay elections for annual allowance any lifetime allowance charges uh, and i'm factoring in a any lifetime allowance protections that you might have in place it factors in the mcleod judgment which a lot of dentists are still finding really really difficult to get their heads around so that's fully factored in as well as um, things like actuary reductions and even divorce and separation um, and the impact that that can have on your pension It really is a complete picture of of what a dentist's pension landscape looks like at at this retirement age. It's a great report. Yeah,
1: it does sound like a great report. And I don't think um, many people realise that there's so many different things that come into play when it comes to a retirement. So I guessing it's quite unique in terms of um, every dentist's circumstances then in terms of what they can expect in retirement.
2: It is uh, genuinely uh, every every single client is completely unique. Uh, there is no one size fits all. So we we have designed this report so it is completely bespoke to every every individual and their individual circumstances and, and goals and wants and needs.
1: Okay, so I'm guessing if a dentist was looking to do this themselves, that would be an incredibly complex thing for them to try and work out all of yes. these different things and potentially miss out something that might impact them further down the line as well?
2: Yes it would um, you know and expecting the dentist to be able to calculate for example the, the impact of an annual allowance reduction or the impact of, of an actual error reduction yeah, you know these guys have trained for years to be dentists and, and to look after our oral health Um, you know this is why we've trained for years Laura to be able to be able to, to, to take this this pain away from them and be able to go look give that to me let me do all of this for you let me do all of these really complex calculations for you and then let me come back and, and I can present that to you in a way in a manner and in a format that actually makes sense to you then as a dentist and I think that's really important you know that we're able to do that in a way in, in, in a common language, in, a, in an easily understandable language, in an easily understandable format um, that, that informs a dentist and, it, and, and helps them to shape uh, their future landscape.
1: Yeah, I mean, the report sounds great and it, it sounds great that it's taken away a lot of that sort of financial jargon that you hear a lot. So at what point should dentists be thinking about taking out a report like this and what sets this particular one apart from other services on the market? Um so
2: genuinely there is no right time. Um it's like anything, the earlier you plan the better. There's a saying that the first pound that you ever invest is the pound that makes you the most money. Um and, and when I speak with my clients, particularly around investing, I always talk to them about it's often it's all about time in the market rather than timing the market because you can never you can never time the market. And if you talk to fund analysts, they will always say you can't. You can't time the market. So it's all about spending time in the market. And as I said, that you know, the, usually the first pound you invest is the pound that makes you the most money. But having said that, there is no right time. What I do seem to find. Um, When talking to a lot of of clients, it just seems to me that that reaching age 50 seems to be quite a watershed moment, Laura. That seems to be the age that a lot of people start to realise that actually retirement isn't that far away now. um, And that, you know what, generally I better start to get serious about this uh, because I can can almost kind of feel it and touch it now. Um, So 50 seems to be a bit of a watershed age. But for me, always the earlier the better. Um, and then to answer the second part of your question uh, and, and, and what, what sets it apart from from others in the market, uh, for me, that falls in, into two elements. So firstly, as I said, for me, I, I genuinely think it is the most comprehensive report that I, I think you could get in terms of of analyzing and factoring in every element of your pension and retirement plan. So as I, as I said and caught off earlier, things like annual allowance, lifetime allowance, scheme pays, mcleod actuarial reductions divorce and giving you that five-year window view i think it's the most comprehensive report that you're going to get and secondly you know the fee that we charge for the report is is extremely competitive wesley you, you know we're a mutual we're committed to giving back to our members and particularly during these times when you know everybody's feeling the pinch and we've all got the issues around gas and electric and utility bills and petrol um, and you know everybody's worried about where where inflation's going I, I know of other reports out there and available but i also know that providers of those reports can charge up to 3 to 4000 pounds per report um, we didn't think that was fair we we don't want to impose that kind of of cost onto onto our customers so you know we 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 we've, we've pitched the cost of the report at something that we believe to be fair that covers the costs for us as a mutual of providing that report and really genuinely gives our, our members great value for money uh, and keeps them in a position of being really, really well-informed.
1: Thanks, Michael. I think there's a lot to consider there for any dentists that are looking to get on top of their retirement planning. So just as a final question then, uh, where can dentists access more information on the service if they want to?
2: Um, yep, so Laura, if you want to find out... Uh, the specifics of what the report offers, or, or indeed anything else, you'll find it on our website, um, so all lowercase at www.wesleyan.co.uk forward slash campaigns forward slash NHS hyphen pensions hyphen assessments.
0: And that's our show for this week. Thank you to Laura and Michael. As I said, pension planning is for life, not just for Pension Awareness Week. So if you do want to talk about your retirement plans any time of the year, go to wesleyan.co.uk where you can book a no-obligation appointment with one of our specialist financial advisors. To learn more about Wesleyan more generally, you can find us on Twitter, at Wesleyan, as well as by searching for us across Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, LinkedIn. And to listen to past and future episodes of the podcast, you can like and follow us on all the usual platforms. But that's it for now. So until next time, thanks for listening.